Hey, welcome to Cyber Misfits Podcast. Uh, it is September the 10th, 2018. We are still trying to find a good kind of opening for our segments. Uh, so if you have any ideas, please kind of shoot them my way. You can contact me by email at contact at cyber-misfits.com. So I do look forward to hearing kind of um, what you guys think. Uh, I think for the last segment, we started off doing the robot entrance. Um, so let me know what you think. Um, if you like that one, if we do something else, um, kind of just, you know, what's on your mind. I, I would love to hear your opinion. Uh, for this, uh, segment, I, I want to talk a, about two things. Um, I wanted to talk about, um, Equifax. So if you weren't aware, um, last year Equifax lost, uh, a, a significant amount of people's, um, financial information, their personal uh, information, also like PII, which is personal identifiable information. Um, PII is uh, anything that can be tied to you, your name, um, your birth date, your social security number, um, and some instances your address and stuff like that. So um, they lost all that information. Uh, it was actually hacked, it was stolen. And their response is like typical um, other companies. Well, we'll give you privacy protection. Well, okay, well, you had all my information, then why wasn't that feature that's readily available anyway? Uh, so um, what happened was the company actually failed to patch uh, a, web, a web server, and it was vulnerable for months. Um, and that provided the hackers the opportunity to crash the server and still um, information and data on one, uh, 147 million consumers. Like I said, that was names, addresses, social security number, and so, so, so much more. Um, when I mean so much more, I mean driver's license and credit card numbers, all that stuff was just stolen, um, during this breach. And like I said, their response was just to offer privacy protection. Um, and then, put up all these, uh, nice, expensive, um, commercials. I don't know if you've seen them saying that, Hey, could your information be on the black web? Um, you know, uh, sign up with us and we'll give you some more privacy protection and we can do a black web, a dark web scan. So you can see if your information is on a dark web. Well, in my opinion, if organizations such as Equifax, um, if they do better at protecting their information in the first place, it won't be vulnerable to be on the black web. So I think there's some features that they should offer for free for, uh, individuals. Um, and also, um, you know, working as, you know, a cybersecurity, um, expert, uh, in the past, <laughs> my past life, um, I came across several instances to where organizations, they know that, you know, for instance, they need a patch on their web server. They know that these things um, contain vulnerabilities. Their equipment needs to be patched. There, there's, there's items that needs to be um, taken into consideration and needs to be fixed. Um, and a lot of times what they do is they actually end up going for the route of um, let's just do a poem um, and write it off and, and complete it later or just um, we'll do a risk document to say that we acknowledge that this is um, a vulnerability and that um, PII uh, could be exposed, but we are willing to take the risk because 
sometimes they assume nothing will happen at all. And this is just a formality. Let's just do the paperwork because we're not going to spend the extra money to get it fixed. Until something does happen, they actually end up spending more money um, to uh, for a situation they could have fixed in the first place. Okay? So one year after Equifax had um, a hacker hack into a unpatched web server, um, very little, uh, really has been done. Okay. Uh, kind of in the aftermath, um, the, the company respond, um, by, um, giving out information to their consumers, offering them the privacy protection. Um, and I, I guess looking into, um, the broken sex, which, you know, the site that made them vulnerable for, um, the hacking. Um, and, that's kind of a little bit about all they've really done. Um, they, they fixed that one problem, but then what about the other stuff? Um, so a lot of the, um, executives, they actually end up retiring, um, and, um, given their full retirement, um, and they just kind of wiped everything clean. Okay. So basically their, like their response to all of this was just inadequate, and to me, I feel like these companies, they, they should be hit with harder penalties. Um, there should be more stuff to penalize them. And I, and I think once the government start penalizing these organizations who, who take so lightly people's personal information, then they might be a little bit less of it because they won't just do the risk documentations to, to kind of um, save money because they don't want to invest the money and, and invested the items and, and the equipment and the people um, that's needed, uh, you know. So it's just it's just my opinion. It makes me so frustrated because, you know, these organizations want to deal with stuff after the fact. And then when stuff happens, they do the bare minimum just to, to stay above water, and the government really doesn't do too much about it. There's no hard penalties. Yeah, they might have to, to, to show up um, to, uh, to court and explain a couple things, but there's really nothing else that really happens from it. Um, so what do we do? Um, so Equifax had to go to Capitol Hill and, and to kind of explain what they have done and what kind of stuff um, have they done to move forward in protecting uh, individuals, uh, personal identifiable information. And, um, for the most part, um, it was sad. And, uh, like I said, I don't think anything really got resolved. Uh, Senator Elizabeth, uh, Warden stated that the American people deserve updates on your investigation. Um, a lot of times like these organizations, they go up to, to Capitol Hill and they give like the bare minimum response. Um, just as they give the, the bare minimum um, uh, response to protecting the customer's information after the fact, the bare minimum to make sure that their um, servers and their equipment is um, barely uh, secured, um, just enough to where, like I said, they can just keep their, their head above water. So that is, um, that's kind of my thoughts on that. Um, and but, you know, let me know um, kind of what you think about that. So the other thing that uh, I wanted to talk about um, is uh, 
what we call in IT world alphabet soup. So what is alphabet soup? So I've looked at several resumes uh, in my lifetime and hired several um, highly qualified, uh, uh, very smart individuals um, in uh, numerous um, positions within the IT field, uh, whether it be cybersecurity, uh, whether it be information security, uh, system administration, network administration, uh, Linux uh, administrator. So I looked at several resumes and, and, and I spoke to a lot of people. And what Alphabet Soup is, is, you know, when you get a, a certification, you can add that behind your last name. So you might have your, your first name, last name, and then all these uh, alphabets, N plus, S plus, uh, Linux, uh, CSSP, uh, CAS, BSP, um, CEH, which is the Certified Ethical Hacker, and the list just go on and on and on. You can get your MCSE. So it's just long. So um, a lot of times, like, it's good to have the certifications and, you know, um, certain positions require you to have certain certifications to show that you have advanced knowledge within a, a certain area. Um, and so what the alphabet soup is, is it just looks like, you know, you get the Campbell's soup, you know, you pop it open, you pour it in a bowl, and you see all these alphabets, you know, uh, in your soup. So in IT, we kind of joke and say it's like alphabet soup. Um, so alphabet soup intimidation. As, as I talk to uh, individuals within the IT field, they're up and coming, and I love mentoring, I love coaching people, um, I love uh, making them want to do better with themselves. And I realized um, after I was talking to this one individual that um, they were actually intimidated by me. They were afraid to ask questions. Um, they were afraid to let me know that they didn't understand something. And it was only in me listening to how this individual was talking, how they were acting, um, a little fidgety, that um, I realized that something was up. Um, when I asked this individual, hey, what's going on? Uh, I don't feel like you're being like completely uh, open with me. I'm trying to help you, but I can only um, help you with the, the things that you tell me. So if you're not telling me anything, I don't know. Um, and they told me that they didn't want me to know that they don't know how to do something because they're not real IT savvy, but they're trying to be. And um, I had to let them know, well, this is what I'm here for. I am here to help you. Um, and don't be intimidated. So their response was, was that, well, you have so many degrees and certifications, you know, um, it's just, uh, it's just a lot. Um, and you know, I told them basically over time that that will happen. So I asked them what their profession was because they were switching professions from one profession to another and they drove trucks. And I told them, well, let's flip the script. So let's say, for instance, um, I wanted to start driving trucks, um, and you know, I you're teaching me. I'm not gonna know everything, you know. Yeah, I know how to drive a car. Um, I know how to drive an SUV, but you know, I cannot drive this monstrous vehicle over here um, that I have to turn my body to completely see. So I'm not gonna know everything either. Um, but the thing is, is you know, I have to ask questions, you know, what did this do? What did this do? How do I turn uh, this huge truck, uh, an 18-wheeler, without, you know, running somebody over, you know? So I'm going to ask questions because I don't know. And it's okay not to know something. 
Um, and you've been doing this for a long time, and this is my first time doing that. So of course you're going to know more than me. Of course you're going to be more advanced, but that's why I'm seeking guidance from you to drive the trucks. So you're trying to switch fields and go into IT, and you're not expected to know everything overnight because it's not going to happen. Everything comes within time. So when you ask questions, you get answers. You get smarter. You learn more. You do more, and you grow. Um, so with the alphabet soup intimidation, it actually taught me a lot um, as far as like um, how I come off and how to look at someone to make sure um, that they understand what's going on and see if they feel kind of uncomfortable with talking to me um, because of the, the many certifications that I have. Um, so my thoughts uh, on that is um, when you are mentoring someone, uh, when you're talking to someone uh, about IT, um, try to um, watch how they act and react and then go from there um, because people can't grow in the IT field um, if they're intimidated by the things that they um, don't know or um, if they're talking to somebody who knows more than they do. So just kind of open up, uh, kind of be mindful of that. Um, and, um, let's, uh, just move forward, um, have a happy life and make sure that you protect your, uh, PII, um, uh, and your PHI, personal health identifiable information. So make sure that you do that. Um, and I will keep you up to date on any other, um, hot topics that come along and please stay tuned for, um, the next episode of, uh, Cyber Misfits podcast. And again, if you do have any ideas on some, you know, opening ideas for our show, um, make sure that you get in contact with me. Uh, let me know if, um, if there's any topics that you'd like for me to talk about. Again, hit me up. The email is contact at cyber-misfits.com. Uh, I look forward to hearing from you. And also make sure that um, you stay tuned uh, because October the 1st, um, uh, have another site going live, um, and it will offer some coaching workshops, some, uh, classes, um, um, so that you can buy, um, some time with me, um, that you can reserve, um, and also some material for you to download. Uh, it should help you out at work. Um, so, um, make sure you stay in contact and, uh, best wishes and have a great day.